welcome to another edition of IDS Talks. My name is Jonathan Sachs, Chief Revenue Officer at IDS, and I'm joined by Tim LaTulip, one of our directors out of IDS's London office. We're here today to talk about version 7.0 of his D3, Delightfully Digestible Data. It's the email that he sends to a select list of people, though at the end of this, Tim will tell you how you can get added to it. Uh, But in version 7.0, he covers summer highlights and an autumn or what I call fall look ahead. I invited him to join me today to talk about both of those. Welcome, Tim. Thanks, Jonathan. Glad to be back. Yeah. uh, And I think this is great timing that we're talking about summer highlights and the autumn look ahead because you and I spoke just last week. And uh, from what you described, your face was melting off as it was 93 degrees Fahrenheit over there. It was. I think we cracked 94 on Saturday or Sunday, but we we had the coldest, wettest, I think, uh, summer in Britain. I mean, maybe maybe not quite, but somewhere up there. And uh, it was supposed to round off and become meteorological autumn or fall, as they say. And we got absolutely oven blasted with heat here. And there's no... There's no air conditioning or ventilation or anything. So, yeah, it's pretty miserable. That's 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 not true, because I also know how you did decide to handle getting your little one out and into some air conditioning. That's right. A little trip out for lunch, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good it's a good life hack. If you go to these little pizza places, you know, any pubs, cafes, 90 percent of them have really good air conditioning. So if you kind of pay your dues and offset the electrical bill buying some pints or or snacks that's a good way to to get through it there you go i thought i didn't need an excuse to go to a pint uh, to go to a pub to get a pint and fish and chips but you know if i could actually use the oh it's blazing hot i have no ac at home sorry i have to go get a pint and fish and chips all right well listen uh why don't we start talking about the uh the summer highlights yeah it was um so so one of the, the the top things for for us is that our team actually got to take some some summer vacation, uh, which doesn't sound novel or newsworthy, but it's definitely noteworthy. It doesn't always happen that way every year. Um, Christmas kind of period into New Year tend tend to be quieter times globally, so we can all kind of have some version of winding down. But our team did a nice kind of rotation this summer with people going places, doing some staycationing, families coming and going from overseas, that kind of thing. It was a really nice way to kind of recharge the batteries, um, which we don't, you know, in in past years, we haven't always been able to do owed to, um, you know, matters being pretty, pretty amped up and and needing attention. Uh, So it was a good, good balance in the team kind of uh, taking things off each other's plates for, uh, for a few weeks there. Yeah, I thought that was really that uh, was really well done. Um, yeah, that I think one of the things that uh, is uh, I guess somewhat unique to IDS is that being uh, a company with both offices in the U.S. and over there, it's not as if IDS's office in London shuts down for the month of August, and so being able to find that time for everyone to get their their family time. And also have coverage for our clients. You know, the world, the world, the world that we live in, uh, from an industry perspective, does not shut down for no. the summer. No, no, we we and and I mean, on that note, we still manage quite a few uh, intensive document review exercises, investigations. We stayed 
we stayed pretty busy uh, during that summer period, which I'll, I'll include July and August uh, in that and sort of ticked up our number of uh, European countries where we have active matters to seven, which I include the UK in that for, for transparency. But I thought that was an interesting metric uh, for, for a summer highlight. We've, we've been working quite well with, with uh, clients and contacts across the continent, not just here in the UK, which has always been a, a staple of ours and a focus of ours. So glad to see that, that number grow as well. Um, I know, I know it, it, the, the, the team in the U S added some people, um, to, to your squad on the U S side. Uh, that, that's a, that's a summer highlight for, for the company as a whole, I'd say, while it's not relevant to, to our office exactly. I, I thought that was something notable. Maybe, maybe you can, uh, maybe you can add a bit on that, Jonathan. Yeah, it was, uh, it was something I was glad to, glad to see. Right. Um, when <laughs> I tend to notice it, uh, in one of two ways. Uh, I get to do, I'm fortunate enough to be invited to do some of their onboarding to talk about sales and marketing. Um, but whenever I do an all, one of our all hands uh, or all employees email, the, the number of recipients is there. And so uh, I get to see the additions, but yeah, it is. Um, it, we've been building out um, and, and staffing our discovery services and analytics practices quite a bit and being able to bring in folks who have uh, some really solid experience joining the team has been great. But what I really also appreciate is they come in with uh, a fresh set of eyes uh, and a new way of doing things or a different way potentially of doing things. And uh, as, as we, as a group, as a company continue to grow and as we want to expand being able to put things in place now, new processes, new procedures, new uh, new practices, document it so it's ready for scale has been uh, awesome to 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 watch and to have people. I interviewed or not interviewed. I onboarded one person, and she was three days into the job, and she said, "Yeah, I've already seen somewhere where I can probably remove a step in the process." And I thought, "Wow!" At day three. They're seeing it, but more importantly, they're vocalizing it to us. And so to, to you know, bring in this talent uh, at a time when we really uh, we can benefit from it, our clients are benefiting from it. Uh, I've heard a couple of stories where I've onboarded them on day two or three and they've already started working on a project. We uh, we hired a forensics person in the Boston area and uh, before he had his first official onboarding session. He was imaging a, a device for somebody. So it's uh, it's very cool. And of course, uh, I think we're on the precipice of uh, adding to our team over there in, in London. That'll probably be a, a topic for a future podcast. But, you know, we're you talked about seven countries working through the summer. I mean, it's good. It's good to be IDS right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I was like you would probably leave that for later. You're, you're probably more candid than I am, Jonathan, to use a diplomatic term, <laughs> but uh, I, uh, yeah, no, I look forward to our, our continued growth on this, this side of the world as well. Of course um, we had, um, we had a little bit of kind of D3 related material, didn't we? In July, I think you and I chatted about the UK's COVID-19 inquiry and how they were, uh, how they were demanding or requesting the, 
WhatsApp correspondence from, from former prime minister Boris Johnson, uh, kind of how that interplay behaves with mobile data and, uh, data-driven legal challenges, you know, be those litigation, regulatory requests, government, government inquiries. They're all, they're all the same as far as the data are concerned and how they need to be, uh, interrogated and exploited. So if people want to check that out, that's readily available on our podcasts on our website, people can get to that pretty easily, but that was a, a thing that happened in the summer that, that folks might've missed. They want to check that out. For, for the listeners here in the, in the States, um, definitely check it out. I think that, uh, Europe has adopted WhatsApp probably perhaps to a greater extent than the U S the U S is starting to, (laughs) I know it's starting to when my wife asks me if I've got it installed on my phone and if I use it. So if she's starting to use it, uh, but we actually had a listener um, reach out to me and say that they found uh, our D3 version 6.0 particularly interesting. She did not know uh, much about WhatsApp data itself, was familiar with the app. But when we got into some of the uh, nuance of of the data related to WhatsApp, she just she was intrigued. Oh, I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. Glad to hear it. Uh, all right. So let's, let's talk about the other part of um, 7.0, which was the, the autumn look ahead. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, as we enter the, the cooler months and the, the busier months, I, I've, I've been out of the U S for a while, Jonathan, but I imagine it's, I imagine it's the same where your, your months are generally busier kind of now till, you know, the 15th of December, it's kind of when everyone gets going, at least again, in earnest, it's that, how do I get everything done before I shut down for, for, for Christmas, for winter holidays, whatever's going on, that kind of Western world shutdown point. Um, this, this is when we tend to be historically hyper, hyper busy. Um, we're already starting to see activity trend in that direction. It's not even the middle of September yet. Uh, so we're, we're definitely keeping an eye on that and expect to be quite busy on a, on a somewhat personal note, all of our kids are back in school over here, which is a delight because they don't know what to do with themselves for, for five, five, six weeks that they're out over here. So it's really good to have them back, uh, with their friends and learning and having some discipline again. But we also, we also keep education at the forefront. I think we're always trying to make ourselves uncomfortable with what we don't know and, uh, enriching ourselves by being around intelligent, knowledgeable people and different subjects. So we're, we're attending some, some events, somewhere we're quite active, somewhere we're taking a more passive observational kind of learning role. Um, I'll be, in t- I'll be attending the international employment lawyer, which is a, a fairly substantial event here towards the end of September in London. Um, it's got quite a mixture of data privacy lawyers, uh, largely labor and employment lawyers from external law firms and a healthy dose of people from within some major companies, uh, that sit in various legal HR data protection, privacy teams that talk about a range of issues. Pretty, pretty interested in that as I work on quite a lot of employment related litigation and investigations. So I'm quite, quite excited about that. Um, Dan Ruprecht and I will be at the IADC Corporate Council College in Paris this year. It's a different European city every fall. Uh, back in Paris after 
maybe 10, 11 years. So we're excited to be, to be back there. I'll be on a panel there, uh, second weekish of, of October. Uh, but we'll, we'll stay there for the, the whole event. Maybe ca- catch some rugby world cup. If we're lucky, the French are hosting it. You will not uh, be, you will not be seeing the New Zealand all blacks. Uh, no, maybe, maybe they're knocked maybe, out maybe, by France, yeah. I believe early on. Yeah, that's that's a sore subject, uh, I think, for for a lot of people uh, <laughs> this in the Commonwealth, uh, this this part of the world. Um, yeah, apart from that, we, we we're hosting our own events again more and more. We we run our breakfast roundtables once or twice a quarter. Um, we've got one going end of this month. Um, it's fairly practice area specific as usual, so uh, relevant folks or, or people that might get the most out of it. We'll get invites this week if they haven't already. I know, I know some have been going out. Uh, those are really good fun and we look forward to hosting those. We're also giving quite a few talks at companies and law firms, uh, throughout, throughout London over the next several weeks on issues related to, uh, falsified evidence, fake evidence, um, you know, how, how investigative technology can help just in general uh, as a primer for certain teams that might not might not use it to to its fullest, or might need the the dialogue and the war stories to to kind of help uh, you know bolster their own baseline of knowledge. That that's something we like doing as well. So there's, there's quite a lot of that going on uh, this month, and then in um, in November uh, we'll we'll be in Amsterdam for an event, and uh, possibly Scandinavia for, for some events in in November. So we've got quite a quite an active learning and training sort of calendar the next couple of months, which will pair nicely with the, um, you know, the, the increase in investigations and disputes that we're servicing as well. Yeah. Well, you are, you are going to be busy over here in the U S I think we're, uh, we're, uh, also going to have a very active September, October, November, um, whether it's participating in, uh, events with corporate counsel, uh, we have a number of big conferences, Georgetown AEDI uh, in November. Uh, EDI is also in the in the fall. Uh, we're hosting um, not roundtables. We're doing uh, an IDS dinner series where we'll be talking about similar topics, fake evidence, uh, generative uh, AI, uh, and the uh, increased use and benefits of analytics, both structured and unstructured. Uh, I'm going to say that uh, at least your uh, destinations sound a little more glamorous than ours, though I'm I'm not hating on it. But we'll, we'll be in you know L.A., Denver, San Francisco.